Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Kahn, taking a look at NHL bets and DraftKings plays for Wednesday, April 27th. We have five games to break down, but before we do that, remember to give the show a like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network if you haven't done so already. Leave a comment with a potential first-round matchup that you're most looking forward to. We're about a week away from the NHL playoffs. Not a lot of regular season left. But let's get into this Wednesday card. We've got the Montreal Canadiens in New York to take on the Rangers. The Rangers, as you could expect, huge favorites in this game. Minus 370 on the money line. The Habs are plus 290. The over-under is at six here. The Habs come into this one with nine straight losses, and they've given up at least five goals in five of their last seven games. So they cannot keep the puck out of their net right now. Carey Price will be out for this game, so I would expect Sam Montembeau to get the start. They actually have scored 10 goals over their last three games, so the offense has been okay, even though they're still losing those games. The Rangers are the important storyline here. They'll be playing the second half of a home back-to-back, so they won't have to travel. Uh, They have a massive game against the Canes on Tuesday night that could end up deciding who wins the Metropolitan Division. What happens in that game will ultimately factor into the motivation for the Rangers in this game. If the Canes win, they will have nothing to play for and they will basically be locked into that two seed in the Metropolitan Division. But if the Rangers win, especially in regulation, this will be a huge game for them still as they could chase down the top spot in the Metropolitan Division. So a lot hinges on what happens on Tuesday night as of record. I'm not sure what happens in that game. Igor will get the start against Carolina, so I'd expect them to go with Georgiev here. Even if they do win and can still track down the top spot in the Metro, I think they trust Georgiev enough to go to him on the back-to-back here, so I think he probably gets the call. Regardless of what happens, I think the Rangers probably win this game anyways. They're just clearly the better team. Montreal just does not have a lot to offer at this point, playing out the string of the season. I think if you're looking to maybe get on an early number here, you could grab the over six. Uh, Right now, it's over six at minus 105. I think with the Habs not going with Carey Price, going with Sam Montembeau. I think the Rangers could score four, maybe five goals with relative ease in this game against the Habs. And you're just hoping Montreal can score a couple. And if Georgiev does indeed get the call, I think there's a better chance that the Habs can find a couple goals on him than if Igor Shosturkin was starting this game. So that's how, how I would play it. There's a chance, you know, if the Rangers lose on Tuesday, they have nothing to play for. Maybe you want to grab the Habs as an underdog, but I would look to the over six to start things off in this game. Next up, we've got the Flyers in Winnipeg to take on the Jets, two teams that are playing out the string of the season here. The Jets are minus 195 favorites on home ice and the Flyers are plus 160 on the road. The over-under is up at six here. Uh, Philly has lost seven of their last nine games coming off a 3-1 loss in Chicago on Monday. They have had, a, they, they did have an impressive showing on Sunday, actually, against the Pens. They won that game. I've actually been riding a few players in terms of the shot prop market, the points market, the assist market. Kevin Hayes, Travis Konechny, and Ivan Provrov are the guys to look at if you want any part of Philadelphia props. And the, the Jets can give up some goals, so maybe you want to play a couple of those on Wednesday night. I'll continue to look to do that from a Flyers angle here. Winnipeg, on the other hand, they ended a four-game losing streak with a nice upset win over the Avs on Sunday. They actually looked pretty good there. They've probably been the most confusing team in the NHL this season though as they can randomly show up and play a great game like they did on Sunday against the Avs and then they can completely fold against lesser competition so they're a really difficult team to trust as a big favorite they're more so of a team you want to back as a big underdog because they can pull off those upsets almost at full health outside of Mark Shifley so you could attack some props here we know the Flyers 
are prone to giving up a lot of goals. So you could look at guys like Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler, Nick Ehlers, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I think these guys are in a good spot to shoot the puck, get some points. I think cash some props on Wednesday night. In terms of the money line, if I had to play it, I would just blindly take the, the plus 160 with the Flyers. It's pretty gross. The Flyers are not a good hockey team. They've got a lot of American Hockey League players on the roster right now. But again, it goes back to what I said about Winnipeg as a big favorite. They're just so tough to trust in that spot that I would, if I had to play the Flyers at plus 160, maybe a look towards the over six as well. I could see this getting a little bit loose, two teams that are out of it. Maybe Winnipeg, some of these players want to pad the stats a little bit and you just hope that the Flyers can keep up and score a few goals. So over six would be worth a look for me and maybe Philly at plus 160, but I'll certainly be attacking the prop market in this game. Next up, we've got a game that could be really important or could also mean nothing. Vegas is in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are plus 185 home dogs, Vegas minus 230 on the money line. The over-under is up at six here. Vegas will be playing the second half of a road back-to-back as they're in Dallas on Tuesday fighting for their playoff lives. There is a scenario that they could actually be eliminated on Tuesday night. If Dallas wins in regulation and Nashville also wins their game against Calgary, more than likely this game will mean something though. Uh, if, if you know neither of those things happen or just one of those things happen. So you, can, you can't say it with complete certainty, but I do think that this game will have some sort of meaning to it. Robin Leonard has been shut down for the season. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with their goaltenders here. Logan Thompson is going to get the big game against Dallas. Do they just go back to Logan Thompson because they don't really have anybody else or do they have other plans? I'm really curious how Peter DeBoer handles that if this game is really meaningful to the Vegas Golden Knights. Chicago, on the other hand, got their first regulation win in over a month on Monday against the Flyers. They don't have much to get excited about right now besides maybe some DeBrinket props. You can look at the shot props there, some point props, goal props for him. He does score. He scored on Monday again. Yeah, Maybe Taves, Kubalik, these guys seem to be turning it around a little bit. Worth at least keeping an eye on if you want to play that angle on Wednesday night. Again, I want to see what happens on Tuesday before I really dig into this game. But if Vegas loses to Dallas in regulation, if they end up eliminated, if Nashville takes care of their business, I could just see this being a complete letdown spot for the Knights and to go grab the Hawks at plus 185. I think maybe the line will move if those things happen on Tuesday night. So you might need to pounce on it pretty quickly. But that's how I'm going to play this game. If it's meaningful to Vegas, if they go into Dallas and win the game and they ride the wave into Chicago, I think they probably take care of business here. But if, if you get that E beside their name, the elimination, they're done. I just think the wind will be completely out of the sails and you can maybe catch the, the Blackhawks in a really favorable spot here on home ice as a pretty big underdog. So wait and see approach on this one, see what happens on Tuesday before I really get into it. But a couple different angles, ways you could play it based on what happens on Tuesday night. Next up, we've got another game that could be affected based on what happens on Tuesday. It's the Dallas Stars, those same stars that will be playing the Knights on Tuesday. They're hosting Arizona. Dallas, a minus 500 favorite in this game. The Yotes are plus 360 on the money line on the road, and the over-under is at six here. Uh, the Yotes will be also playing the second half of a road back-to-back as they're in Minnesota on Tuesday night. They've lost 10 in a row going into Tuesday, and looking at their last three games, hard to see them winning again until next season. They have taken a couple games to OT recently, though, so we'll give them some, a little bit of credit for that, and they did so against the very good Blues team over the weekend. Dallas can clinch a playoff spot, like I mentioned, on Tuesday with a regulation win against Vegas. So there's a chance that this could be a complete letdown spot for them. They clinched that playoff spot on Tuesday in a big game against uh, Vegas, and then they have nothing to play for here against Arizona. So there is a chance that there's a sneaky letdown here, and you could, could maybe look at the Yotes as a big underdog if Dallas you know, parties a little 
little bit, gets excited about that win against Vegas on Tuesday night. If they don't get it done, though, this becomes an extremely important game for the Stars. This is an absolute must win, a free two points that's sitting there for them. So a lot hinges on what happens on Tuesday. They've been very good at home this season as well. Jake Ottinger is going to get the call against Vegas. So this could be a Scott Wedgwood start. I'm not going to touch this game until I see what happens on Tuesday. But like I said, if Dallas clinches that spot, if they beat Vegas, I could get talked into Arizona in some fashion here, at least maybe keeping the game close. Maybe you want to grab them plus one and a half if you want to play it a little bit safer. Other than that, I'm going to probably be uh, attacking the Dallas prop market. I'm going to look to the top line because that's the only line that consistently scores for the Stars. I'm going to be looking at Robertson, Hints, Pavelski, their shot props, assist props, maybe even some goal props. That's how I'll be tackling this game on Wednesday. Last game on the card, we've got the LA Kings in Seattle to take on the crack. And the Kings are minus 170 favorites on the road. And Seattle is plus 140 home underdogs. The over-under is up at six here. Uh, Vegas loses in any fashion on Tuesday, then LA will clinch a playoff spot. If not, then they would need to pick up at least a point in this game to clinch. So again, another game, a lot hinges on what happens on Tuesday in terms of what the motivation factor is going to be for these teams. There's also a chance that LA could catch Edmonton for the two seed in the Pacific division. If the Oilers falter against the Pens on Tuesday, all the Oilers have to do is win one more game because the maximum that LA can get to is a hundred points. And if both teams sat at a hundred points, then Edmonton would hold the tie break in the regulation wins column. So it looks like Edmonton's going to get it, but there still is an outside chance that the Kings could track down that two spot. They looked awesome over their four game win streak as well, only allowing five goals total. It's been against lesser competition, but there's still something to be said for going out, taking care of your business when the pressure is really on. And the Kings have certainly been doing that. Uh, Seattle will be playing the second half of a back-to-back as they're in Vancouver on Tuesday night. They've actually been playing much better lately. I've liked what I've seen from the Kraken here. I know the games have been meaningless, but Matty Beniers has been inserted into this lineup, and I think he's helped a lot. They had a three-game win streak going, but they lost a tough road back-to-back over the weekend in Minnesota and in Dallas. So I'm going to be looking to back the Kings in this game. I see no reason to jump off of them. They've been really good to me lately. Not sure I'm nuts about laying the puck line here, the minus one and a half, because I do think Seattle can lock things down, keep things low scoring tight, maybe keep it within a goal. So I'd look more towards the under six here if I had to play anything in terms of a side or a total. But again, another game like most of these games that we're talking through here that I just want to wait to see what happens on Tuesday night. Most often I'm I'm trying to jump on some early lines before lines move, but I just think so much hinges on what happens on Tuesday night for the Wednesday card that you're going to want to wait and see, maybe be ready late on Tuesday night to make a couple plays. I think that could be the way that we could play this and maybe find a little bit of value going into Wednesday. As for DraftKings, I don't think much will really change my opinion on DraftKings based on what happens on Tuesday. So we can just roll right along with this. The top line for Dallas should be extremely popular on Wednesday night. Rope hints at seven flat, uh, Jason Robertson at 6.7 and Pavelski at 6.3. I think fair prices for all those guys. So I think a lot of people are going to be stacking that line, jamming those guys in Philly and Winnipeg. I think it's really interesting where you can find some value in sort of a meaningless game. Travis connect at 5.2 Hayes at four, eight, I think are worth a look on the flyer side, but the matchup is clearly better for the Winnipeg jets. And they've got the higher end talent that you can really attack. Kyle Connor is the most expensive jet available. 7.1 Pierre Luke Dubois, I think is pretty fair price at 
5.6 and Nick Ehlers as well at 6.6. Maybe you want to look at Josh Morrissey at uh, 4.6, uh, some help on the back end. I could see him picking up an assist or two in this game, maybe even a goal. Rangers against Montreal also will be probably a pretty popular stack, assuming all their players are in the lineup and motivated. Panarin at 6.5 just feels totally silly, and he's been underpriced to me basically all season. So I'm going to play Artemi Panarin, even if there is some ownership that's going to come with him. Ryan Strom at 4.7, I think is a very valuable play, top six minutes, power play time for the Rangers as well. So I think that's a nice name. And lastly, I want to mention a couple of Vegas Golden Knights before I head out. There's a good chance that the game will be meaningful to them. Who knows what's going to play out on Tuesday night, but a couple of guys I've been riding that have been really good to me that I would continue to ride on Wednesday. Shea Theodore at 5.5. He's been driving a ton of play. He looks much healthier now. I don't know what was going on with Shea Theodore in the first half of the season, but he looks like himself now. And at 5.5, I think that's a really fair price for a defenseman to squeeze into your lineup. And Chandler Stevenson at 3.9, I think really nice price for him playing top six minutes. He looks like one of the only healthy nights up front there. Their star players don't look on percent right now but to me Chandler Stevenson does and he's doing some good things for Vegas to try to keep them in this thing that's going to be it for me today though you can find me on Twitter at jhan4 thank you for watching and listening good luck with your bets and your lineups and I'll catch you all tomorrow for Thursday's card mm -hmm.